jar and then squeeze her arm and touch her. Shit, Ian, it's not enough that you have to flirt, but you have to tip her like a high roller? We don't have that kind of money. Everyone could hear her. So much for not drawing attention. I bit my tongue and tried to smile like everything was great. Tim and Lori wanted to crawl under the table. I just said, Bonnie, just, just sit down and enjoy the song. I picked it for you. Well, the ivory-tickling princess started playing the old stick song, Babe, and I sang along. Bonnie stopped being angry and started to smile. But then I guess I was getting loud again, because Bonnie's smile started to fade. I decided not to worry about it. The beer helped, I'm sure. The piano player turned and smiled at me, and I smiled back at her as I was singing. Bonnie just jumped up from the table and said, I thought that was supposed to be our song. She then stormed out of the bar. I got up to follow her as my blonde singing pal just looked at me like, Ah, oh, you poor sap. Tim and Lori followed about 20 paces back. I caught Bonnie on the escalator, and she was fuming. It's always about you, she said. I thought we were going to have a fun night for all of us. Go, go have a great dinner and a show. Not some drunken excuse for bad karaoke. But bon Bonnie, I'm sorry. I forgot we hadn't eaten, and I, I guess I just lost track of time. Come on, we'll, we'll go somewhere else. Bonnie had had enough. She just walked off, disgusted by me and by all of us. We were walking down the street between the Excalibur and the Luxor when Tim said, Bonnie, at, at least Ian only blew his winnings and didn't lose his own 2500 today. As soon as he was almost all the way back down, he, he quit. A lot of guys would have kept going and lost their own money. It, it could have been a whole lot worse. I honestly think he was just trying to defuse a bad situation, but of course... I hadn't told Bonnie anything about having won $2,500 and then having it lost again. She stopped dead in her tracks and glared at me. You blew $2,500 today on cards? You know we have a wedding in just six months, and that money could, could have paid for the caterer and photographer. I, I didn't blow my money, honey. It was just chips. I, I was up a bunch, and then I lost a bunch. It was fun. I, it wasn't like I worked for a month to get it, or it was our savings. Besides, I still came out a hundred dollars ahead. Bonnie was furious. So Tim, trying to help me more, piped in again. Hell, Bonnie, the, you know, the cute dealer was taking everybody's money. It, it wasn't just Ian. I guess something just snapped in Miss Ultra Controlled. I don't drink. I don't have fun, Bonnie. Because she turned to me and said, You're a selfish, stupid, drunken flirt and an asshole. Then she shoved me with both hands hard right into traffic. I went reeling back, losing my balance on the curb, just as a cab was speeding up to pick up a fare at the Luxor, and it nailed me right on the leg. It hit me hard and spun me around back onto the curb, and the next thing I knew, I was lying face first on the damp grass beside the street. The cabbie slammed on his brakes, jumped around the front of the cab, and came to check on me. Tim rushed up to my side and propped me up, I was bleeding from my lip and my left leg. Oh, it hurt like hell. I could barely move it. The cabbie and Tim threw me to the back of the cab, and Tim asked if I wanted to wait for Bonnie and Lori, who were sitting on the curb as Bonnie cried with Lori's arm around her shoulder. Not on your life, I said. Let's go. Sure enough, the left femur was broken in two places, and I was going to be in a cast for six to eight weeks. Tim was with me in the ER when this cop walked in and said he got a report from the cabbie that I was pushed into traffic by some girl. I said, no, no, absolutely not. It was just a misunderstanding, and I wasn't watching what I was doing, and I, I just lost my balance and fell off the curb. Well, 
We have someone talking to your fiancé to get her report. But if you don't want to press charges and say it was an accident, then just be more careful. You, you were lucky. I feel lucky, sir. And I'll be much more careful from now on. I let him start to turn, then said, Oh, and she's not my fiancé. Not anymore. So that's how I went to Vegas. Broke my leg, broke up with my fiancé, and came away the biggest winner. It has to be, by far, the luckiest time I ever had in Vegas. We hope you've enjoyed this production of Vegas Confessions. The program was produced by Brian A. Oliver Smith, compiled by the editors of Sounds Publishing. The program was recorded and edited at the studios of Sounds Publishing.